Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sanjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall. Hello, and uh, welcome to CTN. To learn more about the show, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic for today is the Chief Digital Officer 2.0. What do I mean by that? So initially, when we had the CDO role created, we were trying to figure out a way to get an understanding about what digital is supposed to mean, get the whole agendas which might exist in multiple division of an organization, try to unify them, and then see where digital can help improve some operational efficiencies, how to create a digital culture, reimagine and design cool and effective customer experiences, and in some form or fashion, use that to innovate so you can introduce some competitive advantage. Well, it has been a few years since we started working on this journey, and a lot of companies are now in an execution phase. So yes, you need strategic alignment and strategic oversight of what that digital program was earlier as designed and how it's been executed and is there alignment to it. But then what else should a CDO be doing? What is the ask from the business and what is it that they think they should be doing to create even more value in the role based on the experience they bring and the expertise they have gained in due course? And for that matter, what new muscles and capabilities should the existing CDOs create for them to be migrating to the 2.0 role? And also what the expiring candidates who want to be CDOs now be learning and developing a skill set. So to discuss this, I have with me Tony Ambrosi, Senior Vice President and Chief Digital and Information Officer with Baptist Health South Florida. Hey, Tony, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me here. Great to have you, sir. And we also have Viren Shah, Chief Digital Officer and Executive Leader, M&A, Manufacturing, Retail and Commerce, GE Appliances, as Hair Company. Hey, Viren, how is life? All wonderful. Thank you for having me. Andrew. Great, great. So, Tony, let's start with you. Mm -hmm. We are looking at digital no longer as something new and fancy and cool and shiny. We are living it for a bit and we are way beyond POC, at least for the most part, wherever you talk to people. Now, CDO is where they led the charge and some companies did not have CDOs, but they thought there was a need there. But now that you are beyond the coolness, if you will, of the digital fever, what should be or what is being expected from this role? Yeah, this is a interesting, uh, interesting question. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier about the CDO um, 2.0. I think you gave a good introduction on how we got here. Um, and I think it's historically, uh, and I'll con contrast from the previous uh, days to now, um, everybody started in, in organizations to do a little bit of digital here and there. Um, and that was, um, that was a good thing because uh, when it succeeded, um, it, it established the, the, uh, the logic of digital. Now, um, sometimes it did not succeed because there were pieces missing. Uh, this is not just about technology, it's about business and about process and about product management. 
Um, uh, but even when they succeeded, those, those efforts, uh, I think, suffered collectively um, from a lack of focus and coherence um, that became uh, obvious to consumers who tried to in interact, um, preferably in one place with the entire company and the services in a comprehensive manner, uh, not just individual uh, units and, and features. So what it became, became obvious that is needed <coughs> Um, is a comprehensive vision and strategy for digital across the entire enterprise. Um, unless we're talking about, you know, diverse uh, units that have uh, nothing necessarily to do with each other, um, customers and, and consumers do want to interact with the company as a whole and not have multiple user IDs and multiple accounts and multiple uh, pieces in, in, in different places. Um, so that's, that's, uh, um, that's the, that. So the two, two pieces there are the, really the vision, so, which is where the organization wants to be in X years, and usually three, maybe max four, five. Um, and that has to be crisp and so everybody understands and, and, and validates uh, actions against it. And the second part is um, uh, the strategy. You know, which is how to reach that vision endpoint, um, and uh, needs to that needs to be uh, precise in the short term, but more high level uh, for uh, medium and definitely long term. And this is where the the role uh, of the CDO is becoming critical because only the CDO and their their team can create that vision and strategy. I believe the coherence of it and. Um, and yes, definitely, uh, I mentioned team, uh, the CEO, CDO is uh, responsible for, uh, for that building up that, that team. Um, now, it's interesting that, you know, this is my case and, and others, um, what also has been happening is CDOs and maybe CTOs and CIOs, there are different roles. Um, but increasingly, that role is, is combined, whether it's called CDIO, and this is my case, or chief this and this chief that or uh, in some other places is even a chief um, uh, strategy, digital and, and information. And that's simply because it makes sense because everything is to do with technology uh, with, a, um, uh, with a focus on experiences to be one role. Now, based on what you said, right? So Tony, uh, mm -hmm. when this thing whole started like five, six years ago, maybe more, when people were talking, they did say, okay, we want to know where the business wants to go, and then we should design a strategy and then oversee. And at that point, people really felt that they did not understand this thing. So they definitely need to bring someone in and also not just understand, or maybe they understood, but they wanted someone to take ownership of allowing that uh, inquiry to be done from the business to see where they want to go and then subsequently do the strategy and perhaps look at even at the alignment. Now, six or seven years line down. Viren, this question is for you. Are we still struggling with that or, or that boat has sailed and have we have successfully delivered and now we need to do something more than people are totally hazy and we are trying to bring clarity to them? I think um, it's a mix of both, Sandra, because um, for me, digital transformation is all about um, implementing digital technology. I think that's the simplest <laughs> way I think about it. And, um, you know, uh, in just like every organization, some functions are early adopters, some functions 
take a little bit of a while based on the situation and evolution of change. So uh, I truly believe that, you know, the digital technology deployment and adoption will always go on uh, because the um, external environment is changing faster. And I think to hone down on the answer specifically to your question is that's what is becoming now the responsibility. I know we call the title chief digital officer, but it's uh, who in the organization is understanding that the theory of business is changing, which means the environment is changing or the mission is changing or the competencies required in the organization is changing, AKA primary competency being technology or digital technology, uh, whichever way you describe it. And I think that's where I believe the responsibility of this role is morphing in my eyes is helping the organization understand that the theory of business uh, is changing, maybe changing and how to react to that. So would yeah. you say, Virin, is it more of a stewardship of the digital agenda and then policing whether what was designed, put on paper, has been executed? Is that where you would say the role would be primarily focused on? Yes, I would say is surely uh, stewardship. I think the policing aspect needs to be a little bit more decentralized or federated because unless each of the function understands and needs uh, of their own area of uh, what digital technology is required, I think the implementation and adoption doesn't happen. So if you ask me, I think the stewardship for sure, uh, but then helping federate the implementation and the governance. So Tony, when you... Uh, sorry, let me... Uh, I think yeah, go ahead, I, Tony. I, I agree with... Uh with Vren about, about that, um, but I would add the nuance and maybe it's, you know, uh, because of, um, you know, my background and consumers. Um, I think, <clears throat> at least the, for the consumer focused uh, organizations, I think this has to fundamentally comes from the consumer experience. Uh, sure, we can, uh, definitely it's about transforming the business eventually, but I think you have to start with the consumer. What is it the consumer wants in relation to that organization, to that enterprise? And what is their, what is their expectation, especially in the, day of, the days of uh, Amazon Prime app? Um, and a lot, of, a lot of folks have expectations of very uh, slick inter in interactions and simple and fluid. So I think you, you need, we need to start with, with that. Um, and uh, now, of course, if you're in a you know manufacturing organization with uh, enterprise customers, maybe it's a little bit different than that. Um, but at least in the consumer-facing um, uh, organization, that's that's fundamental. And that that is fundamentally where I, saw, I talk about the, the vision and, and the strategy um, and being driven and, and even implemented by the C, uh, CDO, Chief Digital Officer. Because I believe that that role is starts with being the advocate uh, for the consumer. Uh, what is it the consumer do uh, the, wants and does? Um, and that's usually more difficult for operational leaders to put their, their themselves in 
um, simply because they have all these other uh, many responsibilities, operational responsibilities. And sometimes, uh, yes, digital technologies are implemented for particular operational processes, but the customer doesn't see that. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of a, a nuance that, that I would uh, that I'll add. And, and, you know, a lot of organizations look for, for folks that understand that consumer experience and the consumer behaviors um, and then translate it into a vision and strategy and therefore uh, implementation. Uh, as to maybe, um, you're right, it's a very large organization. Not everything uh, will be done in one place. I think it, the, this vision uh, it still has to be coherent, at least in, the, in, a, in a particular business. If they're completely different businesses, uh, you know, we talk about different, maybe different visions. Um, but it still has to be uh, coherent because then, as I said, when, when consumers interact with the company, they don't have wildly disparate experiences. Um, and we all encounter that and we say, hey, how come you don't know me? How come you're asking me these things? How come now I have to do something that, that you know, my account from over there doesn't work over here? Now, so within uh, what we have also observed, and I'm sure you might be also trying to do this, and you already talked about federating, right? The responsibilities. So when you do that, you would already have business unit leaders, or maybe they would have a digital individual or who's resp taking responsibility of digital to get certain things done there. So is there still a need for this individual who is more like a pseudo program manager while they have embedded people in those different organizations and then have that strategic oversight? Or is this like a glorified program manager, a CDO transforming into a glorified program manager? Or there is another way, if I were to create a job description for a CDO 2.0, what would that look like? I mean, is it there is no execution responsibility you're saying, but you still want them to own what happens with the digital initiative overall. What, what, how would you outline the, the, the bullet points, if you will, in this job description of CDO 2.0? Well, the, the key aspects that I feel um, the CDO 2.0 is one, just to your point, the change management aspect of it. And I think that, you know, change management has been a faculty for a very long time. I think one of the biggest challenges of the principles of change management is the speed at which the change is occurring today and be able to keep up with that and deploying that change uh, appropriately um, because the appetite for change is very different by function. And I think understanding of that and helping understand, uh, help the leaders understand that. The, the second aspect of it is uh, the, the execution piece is more about the integration. And the, the way I see it, just to what uh, Tony was saying, uh, saying a minute ago, right, is one of the biggest issues we are facing is the consumer expectations are changing constantly. And I think how does one of the key aspects that the CDO 2.0 uh, in your terminology will need to play is how are they integrating to orchestrate a wonderful consumer experience? Because we, we are no more allowed as organizations and as corporations to offer a disjointed consumer experience. That is not, that does not work anymore. And I think 
that is the another piece of the responsibility other than the digital expertise and different things that they bring and the influence they bring the integration to orchestrate a amazing seamless consumer experience to keep enabling the uh, needs of the consumer with their changing expectations is it becomes another primary responsibility so if you ask me integration and orchestrating an amazing consumer experience across the whole corporation working with on the change management aspect of it and helping you know the functional owners understand the rate of change required because uh, change yes everybody understands the principle i think the rate of change uh, is a depends in every area that you're trying to deploy the change in and the third and most important one i also see is participating in the ecosystems that the organization participates in and this one to me i think is probably the one that i feel will become a bigger responsibility as time evolves is how are you thinking about the non customers you have versus just the customers you have today and how are you playing in ecosystems that you can participate in cohesively with other partnerships which you are not doing today which for us as a company now our mission statement is how do we become the leading ecosystem appliance company and kind of that's how we are going to morph as the time evolves so tony imagine you were invited to like as per vrain's comment you know help with change management help with making sure there is a seamless experience and help with making sure their overall digital agenda is met but you do not have most of the people who are going to make this happen report to you you are primarily an influencer in that role the cdo role yeah so here's i i think where i i you know i tempted look at this differently absolutely i agree on the change management and and the involvement deep into the business but the cdo 2.0 um it, it cannot be just a a simple evangelist or uh, a coe the center of excellence um this you know um imparting advice uh, i totally agree with what was said earlier that that customer experience has to be flawless and there is that's not going to happen unless the the vision and the strategy and the actually the the product definitions comes from the 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 central cdo organization however you you define that organization you know uh, clearly baptist is one organization but you know disney has several different segments they each have their own products and therefore their own equivalent of chief digital officers but i i i envision and this is my role here a lot more involved and owning things at least the vision if not the implementation because uh, otherwise it's, it's going to be very very hard um, and when uh, the the execution is completely distributed and when i say execution is it has to start with product management you a proper program that's not project management Project management is just about making sure that the different pieces uh, meet at the same time. Product management is about defining what the product is and how how it meets needs and how it should should um, uh, be executed on. Um, and and so yes, it could be a situation where some CDOs 
uh, whatever, have that um, uh, role of somebody in between. But I can tell you that that only leads to compromise and, uh, frankly, uh, less than stellar results. And so if you look at, you take the big, big, uh, big tech companies by product, there is one product manager that has that or product director, product SVP, whatever it is, that has the ultimately that uh, responsibility for that product. Um, and, and they're responsible for a comprehensive vision that is implemented. Yeah, so, I really like what Tony said, Sandra. If you ask me, I, I do believe that there is ownership of results that the CDO has to own. It, it is not an advisory role for sure. That's a great way to put it, actually. Ownership of, of, of results. So it is one thing for you to say that they own the results, but if the organizational structure doesn't allow it, so you just literally give the person the ownership, but you do not give the empowerment because the people who are supposed to deliver to that agenda, they don't report to this individual. They may have a dotted line, but sometimes that agenda could be conflicted with keeping the lights on or doing whatever they want to do or some inertia. Then, then maybe I would say that the organization is not ready for digital transformation in a serious way. And, and the empowerment of this, this role has to come from uh, the CEO, the executive committee of the company or the, the business unit and, and on, of, from the board. Um, because if, if we, everybody wants a great digital experience for customers or for even for employees, uh, but that has some prerequisites that Vern and I talked about a moment ago. Uh, in the absence of that, this I don't know if that's a that company is ready for what needs to be done. Yes, I understand some some places are still in that mindset of oh, some operational leader has an idea for a feature or a product and they put it out there. Um, and, um, uh, you know, uh, maybe the CIO or the CDO is supposed to just take that and uh, say, yes, yes, absolutely, we'll do that, we'll execute it, we'll go into the back room and, and code it. But that's not what we're talking about, especially with a 2.0. So, yeah, Renee, did I, you have I, any specific issues that you faced, which you know you had to get over for you to maintain that ownership? Well, the, the way to think about it, and I think Tony highlighted some keywords, is product. And I, I do believe the product mindset is going to be very critical. The, just take the Disney example. They have multiple boxes in their closed ecosystem, right? And, you know, um, they always have a CDO for each one of their business units or similar roles. And each one of them has to make sure that the product is delivering the value. And I think shifting from delivering functionality, delivering features to delivering products is the biggest mindset change that the CDO will have to bring within any organization is how are we becoming more and more consumer experience, customer experience focused, and how are we delivering the products that are meeting their unmet needs? In our world, we call it the zero distances. How are we bridging the gap between the creator and the consumer and eliminating the points of friction? 
through help, through affiliation, through orchestration, or through selfless partnerships. And it could be one of the either of how we do that. And I think that's what the CDO has to keep doing because that's kind of the role um, that the CDO has to play. Listeners will be right back. When we come back, let us talk about the euphoria or overzealousness you see when you talk digital to anyone, especially people at the execution level. So even though you might have had a dream and a vision about what it should be, but when it comes to starting to execute, people somehow started looking at the various technology tools that were available or technology capabilities that we could introduce into the system. And somewhere, a lot of digital transformation initiatives failed because it was not really focused on where they were supposed to, they were actually moving away from what the customer truly could be needing versus trying to wow them. So given where we are in execution, and yes, those mistakes have been made, and yes, the digital transformation initiatives have not been the most successful. So is the new CDO 2.0 supposed to be the person who's going to come and salvage or they would take a step back and say, let us prevent the problems before they happen. What are they going to do? What would be that new focus? And how will they prevent those mistakes which are repeatedly happening wherever anyone is trying to do digital? That we are getting enamored by tech solutions and some cool features versus what the customer wants, whatever internal and external customer wants. What would be that renewed focus? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. Welcome back. So, Tony, would you be the one who will get people off that bandwagon where they get in, they fall in love with the tech and renew that focus? Is that what a CDO 2.0 be? I think so, and and more, as we said earlier. And and uh, you know, you've seen from my my background. I'm a technologist at, at the origin, and I still love technology and 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 read of technology. Um, but again, let's let's make sure that it's clear uh, as as clear as possible. Um, you know, this is um, digital is all about experiences, customer experiences. You know, you. Yes, you can use the same technologies to do, I don't know, automation. And that's fine. Integration with, with other partners, that's fine. But in my mind, digital is about customer experiences, however you define the customer. Um, and it might be, uh, you know, just as Vren said, somebody who's just off the street and there's, there's not a customer yet, or as I call it, consumer, before you get to be a patient or, or whatever. Um, but it's not about technology. Yes, technology is how it, we make it happen, but 
um, it's not about technology. Um, and the way I, even right now, uh, right now, uh, with my background, all my background in technology, I evaluate an experience first. And, and if that experience is, um, frankly, if it, a particular experience is better off without technology, but then with technology, I'm the first one to say, you know what, um, we're not going to have the technology. Um, uh, there, there are so those moments where um, simplicity has to triumph, even if it's the old-fashioned way. Um, because if the experience is not good enough, it's not good enough. So any technology, frankly, um, especially the ones on cutting edge, must be judged by how much better a um, consumer experience will be with that technology than without, uh, without it. Um, you know, the edginess of that technology uh, must bring enough of a benefit uh, to significantly comp compensate uh, any challenges due to lack of maturity. And then, frankly, maturity is not just the technology itself, <coughs> excuse me, but also the company's ability to, to master that, that technology. Um, and uh, if, if the answer is no, uh, what the particular technology brings is not worth the uh, drawbacks, we, sh we must wait for that technology to mature or frankly offer it only to enthusiasts and early adopters with the beware, this is beta. Um, try it at your own, at your own risk. And that, there is value in that because those early adopters are driving the, the adoption curve. Um, in my, you know, at Disney Parks, I owned um, the, or managed the Emerging Technologies team. Um, and we always evaluate the technologies, um, you know, in order to, to understand what's out there and to be ready to meet some future need. But, um, uh, but we always um, backed into those technologies coming from the experience. Um, and, and secondly, we, we do have, we did have a, you know, sliding time horizons for any technologies, and that is immediate for immediate use, mature enough to deploy. Uh, should should the uh, should the um, opportunity arise, and then you know the speculative, the second one being speculative for future future um, uh, future needs. So clearly, this is where um, this role, and frankly, also the CIO, if they're different, if not the same. Need to be needs to be the one to say no. Um, we're not going to use that just because it's it's fancy and cool, unless there is some value that it's it, it provides. Varen, on one yeah. hand, you want your team to, or or even the the execution teams to experiment because you're trying to find your blue ocean, right? In terms of innovation, you want to experiment with technology. You want to dig deeper you try to do POCs and be, you know, neck deep in it. At the same time, you don't want to have, do not want to develop love for it. How do you even make that happen? Well, um, I, I do want to highlight a few things and it kind of delves into uh, your current question, but the previous one we asked, right, is, um, you know, something uh, we learned at Walmart is we are merchant first, technology second. And I think that is a very critical aspect of every company is, are you just deploying technology for technology's sake? And primarily all companies are focused on two critical things, productivity and innovation. 
And that, to me, is the perspective that we have to use and implement, uh, if you ask me. Going back to, and the, the mechanics of it saying, am I deploying the technology to increase productivity? And productivity can come in multiple forms. Or am I deploying technology to an innovation, but that will meet the unmet need of something and somebody? Uh, and I think that to me is probably the key guiding principle, if you ask me. Um, the, the how of this is all about, you know, you want to do managing by walking outside. I know we were, when, as I grew up, one of the management principles is, you know, managing by walking around within the company. I think as much as we need to do that and be in touch with our own people, you have to do a managing by walking outside as to knowing what's going on outside and be in close touch with your environment. And the other aspect is in which we are very focused at, um, at G appliances is how are we making our employees and how are we thinking of them as entrepreneurs? And the moment you do that, technology becomes everybody's responsibility. And that's how you resolve to, and you know, what you call mistakes, I call learnings, but is how are we creating a learning mindset in each one of our team members across the whole corporation? And then technology becomes just a tool, which actually it is, of how we deliver the productivity and the innovation, whether it's a new business model, or optimizing our current core um, is, is what we focus on. And last but not the least, what we are always focused on is how are we finding this new edge, which over time will become our core. And that is where our POC, that is where our innovation, and that is where we are very focused on bringing new stuff and trying new stuff because we truly believe as a company and investing in that. So that's, that's how I th we think about it. So when you say you, you create a way for you to decipher whether this is good for you or not, have you seen if it is almost black and white all the time for you to very quickly say yeah or nay to a given POC or a given technology, or it can get fuzzy where, it's you know, you generally... can, because you can advocate either ways, right? Something is good. Yes. How yes. do you reduce so... the fuzziness then? Well, there are two pieces to the puzzle, right? Is one, it's a short cycle or long cycle conversation. When you know the outcome is very well defined and desired, then you know, even if it takes you a little bit longer, it's okay. The fuzziness, you just create a short term cycle for the fuzziness and try to make it clear. You know, there's all these uh, new uh, ways of, uh, you know, um, and new methodologies that are coming in from design thinking and different perspectives is what you deploy because then you can iterate fast in weeks and not months and years. So to that, Tony, when you're looking at a team, so I know interestingly, you have a dual role, right? CDO and a CIO. So you must have inherited uh, quite a few execution people as part of your CIO role, but when you try to carve out your uh, CDO team, if you will, that must be based on some 
premise and some expectations and some KPIs that the team develops or rather delivers individually and collectively. What would that be? What would that blueprint look like for a good CDO team? Yeah, and, and again, as I said, um, I do believe that the CDO needs to be a, a delivery leader, uh, not just a, you know, a theory person. Um, and um, what, what I would say is I think there are three or four uh, different uh, key ingredients uh, to this to this work. Yes, you're right. I inherited a bunch of uh, a bunch of systems and technologies and in order to do digital, in order to do other things beside digital, there are all sorts of um, efforts to uh, uplift, upfix, change, transform those technologies. And again, not just for digital purposes, but for other purposes. But I would say there are four uh, uh, ingredients, I would say. Um, and again, I start with, um, on the digital side, is like a, a strong product management capability. You know, that is the one that thinks for the customer, thinks like a customer, and understands the customers and they need uh, their needs, and um, you know, um, and that's where you know you start with the customer and you walk back uh, to uh, back into the technology, as, as Steve Jobs famously said. The second part is again a robust technology function. Um, it's a, if if you don't have that fundamentals of technology, the ability to to deliver, whether it's under the CDO slash CIO as I have, or they're separate into two organizations. Unless you, unless you have that, there's just nothing you can realistically build because the expectations of consumers or customers these days is pretty high. This is not 2011 uh, or 2015 anymore. Um, and, and so, and that, that includes, uh, that technology includes, you know, mobile, cloud, and uh, clearly some, some aspects of AIML uh, for intelligent um, uh, interactions that that needs to be done well. Uh, number three, I think, um, a creative that is UI UX team, um, and and uh, you know that is by the way U UI is um, uh, is not what the product uh, looks like, um, and by the way, a, a good product always looks good, uh, but also how it works. Uh, right from from that experience and and finally i think number four would be a structure to bring all this together and operating efficiently and, and harmoniously because uh, it's all the interaction the close interaction with these groups yes there are the partners of course the operational partners um uh, is, is a is a big thing but those are the you know the four ingredients and um, um, and, and three, uh, frankly, three, three components brought in together by this, by the structure. And so, uh, when we you built your team, right? What would you say would be the distinct roles you put in together? And, and, and based on Tony's, uh, claim that, okay, a CDO needs to also be having background in technology, but what we also hear in the marketplace is just 180 degrees opposite of that, that they should be business people first. They may or may not have technology because then that could taint their thinking. Um, I, I, I'm a little, I would defer uh, on the 180 degree um, reflection because 
I truly believe that is a perception that technology people cannot be business people. And I think that myth is uh, surely there. And somehow one of these days uh, that myth will be broken. But um, what I would say is this, as, as CDOs, we have to start thinking about architecture terms more than anything as in the terms, the new you know titles coming up like business architects, platform architects, product architects. And I think uh, those are some of the key new uh, perspectives that a, a um, you know, again, for me, CDO is a, a title, but I think the responsibility of this uh, steward who is going to make sure that the theory of business is being evaluated constantly is helping more the theory of business for a corporation uh, is who should be looking at these roles and how they are being implanted in each of the functions or, or at least to begin with support the functions. And I think that those are some of the key roles as we are just thinking about digital transformation, digital technology adoption and deployment, are in general, regardless of uh, the CDO title or not, are becoming and need to be becoming more prominent. Now, when we are looking at the leadership angle, so Tony, this question is for you and I'd love for you to chime in as well. The leadership chops, of CDOs, CIOs, and anyone who has played with the digital side and technology side, we had been talking about leadership capabilities and competencies. As the world is changing, as the state of digital is changing in terms of its maturity in most organizations, should the CDOs or the aspiring ones or the current ones be wearing any different mindset, any shifting mindset, for them to stay relevant and effective? Um, I, absolutely. I think so. Um, whether they need to shift it or they have it already, just to, to Vren's point, I agree. I, you know, if you look in the marketplace, I think maybe we should talk about CDO 3.0 and, and Vren and I are, are, are that. Um, but I think the, 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 you know, the, the shift to, towards uh, individuals who know technology, but they become business leaders, uh, at least consumer experience leaders, and, and is definitely happening. In terms, so in terms of, of mindsets, uh, yeah, you have all those prerequisites. What I would say is, uh, in order to be successful, you have to have maniacal focus on on consumer and and, and their needs. And you, you start from there. Look, there is a lot of transformation to be done in the business. And you can go there, um, and um, you know, like we can talk about how you can match the two, you know, delivering to the consumer and helping the operations at the same time. Um, but it's, it's certainly it's in terms of uh, you know, there's a whole science, but also an art on how to identify and fine tune, you know, who the customer is and what their needs are. Um, and and you know, suffice to say, by the way, that. Customer focus groups can validate the vision and the execution, but not design it. That's probably true for, for operational readers who are operational readers, but not digital leaders. Um, secondly, you have to have a relentless prioritization uh, of capabilities and features. You, you mentioned earlier, everybody gets very 
excited about that. Oh, I, I, let's do this feature and let's do that feature. Um, uh, but not everything has to be done. Uh, not is worth doing, nor it has to be done right now. Um, and the prioritization has to come from, you know, how it aligns to that vision. I keep talking about that. Uh, and the value to consumers and, and, uh, and that, that sort of thing. Third, we're talking, we were talking about earlier about change management. Part of that is uh, communicating and over communicating, frankly, all of us into, you know, dr trying to drive that um, changes like that. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're not communicating enough and that's, that's very important. And, and uh, you know, and finally, I think it's, you know, understanding how you, you balance the organizational needs with the consumer needs and, and how you make them uh, work together versus uh, not. Varen, what have you seen, maybe changes in yourself or the changes in your peer group as they've embraced new mindset, new capabilities, new sense of purpose so that the 2.0 and the 3.0 subsequently, they'll be able to do justice to it. Yeah, and I think you mentioned the key word. What is the sense of purpose that, that, that we are creating? And I think that to me is the most critical aspect of how we are building uh, you know, that, that sense of belonging in everybody across the whole organization. And for us, that's why we have been morphing and shifting to becoming an ecosystem company because we truly want to be playing and adding value in any and every which way to the consumer, to the customer, and our own employees. And we call it humanization. And that's kind of the focus, um, which our CEO is very much... Uh, passionate about and, you know, is helping us uh, take through this journey of how do we start looking at human, humanizing almost everything we do. And I think that to me is the sense of purpose we should be creating because that's what will allow us, uh, whether it's 2.0 or at some point the title goes away, it doesn't matter. But I think the responsibility will have to remain with somebody. And I think the responsibility is not going to go away. Yes, the title will morph, evolve, and change. But I think the sense of purpose is wasn't going to keep this role alive because he, this role, he or she, whoever plays it, will be the evangelist of deploying digital technology. Once again, thank you so much again, Tony and Varen, for sharing your thoughts about this new morphing role of Chief Digital Officer, which we are calling as CDO 2.0, and how they can work on themselves and wear a sense of purpose and build the capabilities for themselves and for the team, and perhaps coach their business counterparts for them to make the best out of the opportunity there is. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, listeners, please connect with us on social media. Subscribe to our podcast. Once again, thank you for listening to CTN. This is your host, Sancho All signing off. Till next week, take care and God bless.
Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.